All right, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of the Business Blast podcast. Uh, I'm your host, Tyler Wagner. As always, today's sponsor is Authors Unite. And if you want to become a successful author, Authors Unite is the place to go. So head on over to AuthorsUnite.com to check out a free case study that will teach you how to do exactly that. And now, let's jump into the episode. All right, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of the Business Blast podcast. I'm your host, Tyler Wagner. Um, today, we have an Amazon International number one bestselling author and creator of Ultimate Sales Mastery. Uh, her name is Jackie, and she helps entrepreneurs learn to sell with confidence and ease so sales becomes a natural part of any conversation. So welcome to the show. Thank you very much, Tyler. I'm pumped to have you on. I think this is like really important because I feel like a lot of people have a hard time with this, you know, like they don't want to like feel like they're selling. Um, so I'm really excited to dive into this one. Um, so the first one I got for you, let's talk about a story. Uh, what is the best story from your life that has an underlying valuable message? Oh, the best story that has an underlying valuable message on the topic of sales. I'm going to narrow it down. Okay. When I, I was like in that. high school, I was in Junior Achievement. Uh, junior Achievement is a leadership program for city kids, like 4-H is for kids in the country. And sales was easy. You know, we sold stock in the company. We bought material. We made a product. We sold the product. And then at the end of the school year, we did the books and paid our stockholders, you know, more than what they invested if we made a profit. It was so much fun. I loved it. And then I got a real job actually a home-based business, knocking on doors, doing sales. And I failed miserably, Tyler. I got to the point where my stomach would start to knot up and I would feel like I was going to throw up, praying, almost praying that nobody would answer the door, but at least let the lady of the house answer the door. It was so bad that I just left the job, left the business behind when mom moved us in the middle of my senior year. It took me years to figure out what had happened. In junior achievement, who was I selling to? I was selling to my mama. I was selling to my mom's associates. I was selling to my friends if they had a dollar or to their parents. When I was out in the quote, real world knocking on doors, who was I selling to? Strangers. The difference? The first group had already gone on a know, like, and trust journey with me. And the second group never had the chance because I didn't know that they needed to get to know me. As a matter of fact, story is the key here. I didn't know they needed to know my story. Mm. Yeah, no, absolutely. And I think uh, I, I want to ch chime in real quick there. Is uh -oh. that Did we like, cut out? No, can you hear me still? Yeah, I can hear you now. Oh, okay, okay. Um, yeah, no, so um, I did door-to-door -door sales, actually. When I was in college, I ran a painting company, and we had to go door-to-door. -door. Um, and I will tell – I think that is, like, one of the best ways to – just like learn how to not be afraid to ask for the sale. You know, like you do that a thousand times, you will not have that fear anymore. <laughs> you know what I mean? I get it. And I guess so I – I think it's pivotal for me. Yeah. 
It, it's a, we make different decisions. The decision I made during that experience is I made the decision that I wasn't any good at sales. As a matter of fact, your audience is all grown up. I made the decision that I sucked at sales. And my story from there went into taking the one job that I was absolutely certain I would never have to sell again. I got married. Mm. And I checked out of the whole business thing for quite a while until I had to check back in because as a single mom with three kids, I couldn't afford to pay rent and daycare. And when it got to the point where it was pick or choose, I started a home-based business. And this is the funny thing. It was daycare because this was how I could stay home and take care of my kids was by taking care of other people's kids. Go figure. When I decided to open my daycare and I jumped through the hoops and I got, took the classes and got my license and all I did was go to the bus stop with my kids and tell all the other moms at the bus stop what I was doing, you know, that I had openings to fill, asking the question, who do you know? I didn't know that was called networking. Yet one thing led to another. I learned these skills of business absolutely certain that I was not in business. And now that's what I teach is what I learned being sure I wasn't in business. I now teach it because when you can come from an authentic place, it's not sales. It's actually the highest form of service. You wouldn't be writing books, your authors, you wouldn't be in business if you didn't think you could solve a problem. If nobody knows that you could solve their problem, you're not helping anybody. Service is when you stop being a secret and let people know that you're out there. Service is when you actually allow them to buy from you. And that's all you have to do when it starts from your story. That yes. makes sense? Yes, it does. I love it. Um, so my next one for you is what is the most valuable piece of information we should know that's within your expertise or industry? I feel like you may have already told us, but I'm sure you got some more gold. Well, I think that sales is not a skill that you learn. I think sales is a skill that you remember. We were born selling. We were born selling our parents on changing our diaper and feeding us. It is that innate ability to ask for what we want. And the first step is to give yourself permission to have and ask for what you want. So I call it taking the attitude test. So sales and confidence is nothing more than an attitude check. And I got an attitude question for you, Tyler. Are you ready? Yeah. What attitude would you have if you knew you were the right person for the job? I would be ecstatic all the time. <laughs> There you go. That's yeah. the question. That's one of the two questions that I have my clients start their day with every day is writing the answer. What attitude would I have if I knew I was the right person for the job? And in every single case, each of my clients, and I'll bet each of your listeners are the only people who can do the job they're doing their way. I agree. And I think it's important to always recognize that, that it's like, even because some people will be like, oh, this industry is like uh, exaggerated, but it's like, dude, you, whoever you are, you make it different, you know? 
So it's like, it's, it'll never be the exact same as somebody else's. So I, I don't know. I never even tend, even with, as you know, with me, with book publishing, like there's a lot of other book publishers out there, but there's no other like authors unite that does exactly what we do, you know, and there's a lot of other sales courses out there and stuff, but there's no other ultimate sales mastery by Jackie. And I think that's always important to just keep in mind that um, you will appeal to some and you will not appeal to others, you know, and that's okay. But you, even though there's other sales courses out there, doesn't mean you can't have a sales course, you know? Yeah, Tyler, I agree with you. And it's not just okay that I don't appeal to everyone. It is a thank you, God, gratitude moment that <laughs> I don't appeal to everyone because not everyone appeals to me. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> um, so my next one for you is what's your best piece of overall business advice? So not necessarily uh, like sales specific. My best piece of overall business advice is going to be to ask that second question I alluded to a minute ago. Mm -hmm. The second question is what actions would I take if I absolutely believed that I had the best product or service, work with the best clients, best vendors, best employees, best bosses, best teammates in the world. Yeah, and I think, you know, it's interesting. Are you familiar with Grant Cardone? Mm, no, I don't think so. Okay, so he's like a master, he's like a sales guy and real estate guy down here in Miami. And he, um, you know, one of the things that he kind of touches on is he's just like, you know, you have to the like base baseline for sales. You have to 100% believe in your product. So like the way, the way he kind of does things is like, you know, he'll email you like a lot, you know, and he'll like have his team call you a lot. Like if you opt in, you will hear from them like a few times a week until either you opt out or like, you know, you buy. So it's just interesting because he's like, you know, a lot of people would say that's over the top, but he's like, when you really, really believe in your product or service and you know that it will change the life of the person you're contacting, then there really is no over the top, you know, like you just, you believe in it. So like you just, you, you keep calling them and calling them until you get an answer. What are your thoughts on that? I think it's true. And the piece that I found that gets in trouble, gets a lot of entrepreneurs in trouble, is the lack of discrimination about who they're calling. Okay. You can get really, really busy calling outliers, calling people that are not even on the target, much less in the center of your target market. And you'll think that you're doing the right things for business because the actions look like they're the right thing. But if you paused and took a step back and identified who your ideal client is, what is the niche out of that ideal client? What's your slice of the pie? The slice of the pie has two sides to it. The first one is, who can I make the biggest difference with? That's the one question about ideal client. But the other question about that niche is, who do I want to work with? Yeah. Who's ready, willing, and able. And able means resourceful enough to pay me. So my ideal client has one definition, Tyler. It's the person who pays me the most money, brings me the most joy, and causes the least aggravation. <laughs> I like that. Um, so my next one for you is, if you could give your younger self one piece of advice, what would that be? 
that sales is not about my prospect. It's not even about their problem. Sales is about what I've sold myself. What are the beliefs that I've bought into? When I sold myself the belief that I wasn't any good at sales, I handicapped myself in the marketplace. Because when you have a foundational belief that says you're not good enough at that whatever it is you're about to do, guess what you do? Anything so, but. Yeah. <laughs> Yo, I think that's huge actually right there. It's like you got to sell yourself. Like mm -hmm. th that is like the, and, it, and it's kind of like, you know, what I kind of said a little bit earlier with, it's like, you believe in it so much. So like, if you're not sold, then like, you know, how are you going to, you know what I mean? And, and in reality, if you're not sold, then you shouldn't even be selling it. You know what I mean? Cause that would, that would kind of be like inauthentic when you really think about that. Um, so yeah. that's gotta be the first thing. Yeah. And people sell themselves on this whole lifestyle of chasing the money rather than chasing the value. Mm -hmm. What's the value in my life? What's the value I bring to the lives of others? And it's a hollowness that starts to develop in people when they've lost track of the value in pursuit of the money. So now let's get deep real quick. In your opinion, what is the key to happiness? Well, Shakespeare, know thyself. Judge yourself less, compare yourself not. Mm, I like that. Happiness. Judge yourself less, compare yourself not. Mm -hmm. um, that deep enough for you? Yeah, that's deep enough. I feel it. <laughs> um, so now tell us about your, your favorite book, uh, the best book that you've read, and what was the number one thing you learned from it? Best book I ever read, I read in high school, and it's Time Enough for Love by a man named Robert A. Heinlein. And it's a science fiction book. He wrote something, he wrote a style, he created a genre called future history. What did I learn? That I could create my own genre of books, that I could create my own type of life in his stories. And it was just a collection of really cool stories that were stitched together with current time, but kept going back in time or forward in time. And what I really got out of this book is that we never know how long we have, but we all actually have the same amount of time. We all have a past. Some of us have more memories than others, either because we've lived longer or because we have a better memory, but we all have the past. That's the same for everybody. And none of us has a certainty of any future beyond the present moment. So we all are in exactly the same place at the same time. And when I got that lesson, I could relax because now all of a sudden, everyone in the world is my peer. There's nobody who's better, nobody who's gone farther, nobody who's gonna do anything differently than I do. And my attitude then changed. And then I could start treating people as though they were the best in the world, the best clients, best vendors, best employees, best team in the world. And when you start treating people that way, they start to live into that. It's a game changer for me. Mm -hmm. And then favorite quote and why? Oh, favorite quote. All right. Um, <laughs> favorite quote, my ancestor, Abraham Lincoln. 
a man's about as happy as he makes up his mind to be. Yeah, I like that. <laughs> um, and his, his, my second favorite quote is also from him, which is, it doesn't matter how tall your grandpa was, a man's got to do his own growing. <laughs> yeah, that's good. <laughs> Wait, that's, that's from him as well? Uh-huh. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm gonna uh I'm gonna definitely post that. Yeah. Um thank you so much for coming on. Last one I got for you. Where can our listeners best find and connect with you online? They can best connect with me online at Jackie J-A-C-K-I-E Simmons S-I-M-M-O-N-S dot com. And there's a gift for them there for all of your listeners. The Success Journey Roadmap Download is available for them for free. They can grab it and start mapping out their own path from secret to success. Or still, they can get the book for 99 cents if they go to Amazon. Your path from secret to success. I put it at 99 cents for them today. Perfect. Thank you again uh, for coming on. Oh, you're very welcome, Tyler. Thank you. And thank you for all that you do for the authors and the business people who listen to you.